life on the road. It's Booze Tacos, Angry Dwarfs, Strippers waving guns. And these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs. Blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette. Drunks in the front, making out through your set. And middle acts doing blow more missing merch. Drive the rental car past another mega church. Juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. Thanks for tuning the Road Stories podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano, part of All Things Comedy. What is going on at All Things Comedy this week, Aaron? Uh, still promoting Al Madrigal's special that just came out. Shrimp and Ain't Easy. It's yep. great. I watched it last weekend. Oops, I was there live in the room. It was great. Last weekend? No. No, he taped it a long time ago. Yeah. Where did he tape it at? San Francisco? No, at the, the uh, Masonic Center at Hollywood Forever. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That room A couple of people awesome. have done that right there, right? Uh, I think one other person had just done it, yeah. I meant one other person has done it there, right? Yeah, but I've seen, like, rock shows there. It's great. You've seen rock shows? What are you, my yeah. mom? Yeah. yeah, I am your mom. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You're acting like it right now. <laughs> uh, what rock shows have you seen? You guys can chime in, too, by the way. Aaron and I are just getting caught up. Oh, I saw, I, of course, I saw Jim Adkins from Jimmy World. <sighs> Solo. Acoustic the band. worst band ever. You saw your Jimmy mother. Without the World? Yeah. He ate, he ate the world. They Did weren't there. Did you hear that Fred Durst is doing like a jazz club? Fred presents the Freds with a Z. Really? That's the name of the band. Fred pre- pre- uh, presents the Freds with a Z. When you think you couldn't hate Fred Durst anymore. <laughs> Bam. That's it. Did I ever tell you my Fred Durst story? I don't think so. I'll tell it in a second. Introduce yourself, guys. Uh, on Mike Wright. Hi, I'm Steve Hallis. <laughs> Mike left. And I'm Nick Guerra. Did I surprise Never, you that you Yeah, be because on usually microphone? the host introduces the guest, but you know, I, what you threw me. So that's fine. Well, I'll I didn't know how to myself. pronounce your last name. Oh. Because it's, it's. We're such good friends. It's Hallis, right? That's very good. Yeah, okay. Hallis. Hallis like Dallas. That's what I always tell people. But there's a Z in it. There is a Z, yeah. And then you look like you should be Guerra, but you're Guerra, right? I'm Guerra, yeah. yeah. Right. No Z. <laughs> so Steve and Nick, thanks for uh, uh, joining the show again. Um, thanks for having guys, me. I'm happy you guys made it, man. I'm, I'm glad. I ran into Steve, the Ice House. We work the Ice House a lot together, it seems like. Yeah, I try to. You know, I love that room. So uh, We never seem to work anywhere else together. I know. I always see you there. Uh, I th- you know, I don't know. I think, you know. There's... Is that the only club you work? Uh, prob- I probably get more sets there than any than any reliably there than most you know anywhere else around town. It seems lately. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean. I go in waves there. I I did thirty weeks there one year. Wow. At least one night out of thirty weeks. Wow. That's out of fifty two. You're like Jimmy Burns Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Burns, a house MC. Nobody knows. <laughs> hey, well, this is a stand up podcast. All some right. Yeah. Know about, All right. Yeah, did you uh, did you guys ever hear about Al Madrigal? Like uh, it was at Edison Improv where the show was light, so all he did was just play a recording of the show that he had the previous day that was full. <laughs> no. Wait, he really did that? Yeah, yeah. He didn't perform? I think it was out. No, yeah, and he was just like, hey, here's a, here's a record, but he, like, mimed along with it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Speaking of very lightly attended shows, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was up in Washington last week, and... Uh, I, I performed in Seattle, which was hugely attended. And thank you, everybody who came out to Seattle. Uh, Heidi, it was finally nice to meet you. She's been listening for a while. She listened to my old radio show with Bill Ingvall. Um, he's from Texas, guys. Yeah. I don't know if you know that or not. Uh, thank Carol and her, uh, Heidi's husband and Carol and her husband and her friends and Tim and Tim. I, why would you be friends with somebody who had your same name? 
I <laughs> don't. That's a little weird, right? Yeah. It is strange. Yeah. I've, I've met many Nicks, and uh, the, like in elementary, there was Nicho and Nicho 2. Like, mm-hmm. we gave each other those names, and then we'd not, go by our last name. Not yeah. Nicho Dos? Not Nicho Dos. Oh, no, I little... don't speak Spanish that well, so okay. Nicho 2. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend named Hallie, and she's one of my dearest, dearest friends, and uh, she went on a blind date with a guy named, like, Mike Tosis. And when she found out her last name, she said this. She ended the date. She said, "There's no way I'm going to fall in love with you, get married, and be halitosis for oh, the rest of my funny. life." <laughs> that's a real. That's real, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. a real story. That's wow. a real story. Tosis. Why? Well, must be Greek, I guess. I don't know, right? I don't, <laughs> I don't know if she stuck around for the for the uh, <laughs> the explanation. Yeah, or <laughs> what would that? Not Darren. She thought of it that of? quick, though. You know, like, it was immediate, like, you know what, I'm not going to get married to you. Like, just go on the date. Well, I'm sure it wasn't like, hey, I'm Hallie, hey, I'm Mike Tosis, I'm out of here. I think it was like maybe after the okay. appetizer or something. And then, and if, if you know Hallie, she's, 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 she would end it. She's got yeah. balls. She's a great, she's my one of my dearest friends. Going to see you too with her. I call her my U2 wife. Hmm. We go to see you too every time they're in town. Oh. Your wife they're, doesn't like you too? <laughs> she doesn't like it as much as Hallie and I do because we go see every show that they play in town. So they're playing two nights, so Hallie and I will go both nights, and then Mary, my real wife, will go one night. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, Okay, cool. Actually, I only might go one night this year because they're playing at the Rose Bowl, and the Rose Bowl sucks to see a show. There's that one year where you saw them 30 weeks out of the year. Remember that year? Yeah, crazy. yeah. <laughs> <Do you> have, <laughs> I opened for them at the Ice House. <laughs> Do you have any other wives for any other events? Erin's uh, my podcast wife. That's true. Yeah. Um, and mother. And mother. <laughs> really weird you know what I just too. realized? First of all, thanks for noticing. I got my hair cut today. Uh, okay. Right, you didn't even notice. You keep it pretty, pretty good. All right. You're on it. Uh, thank you. So I don't notice. Um, we have the same haircut. Do we? Kinda. Yours looks better. Oh. You have a better hairline. Well, you've got a pretty good hairline. Uh, we both kind of got the Pee Wee Herman kind of ha- hair thing going, right? I prefer to call it the Soap Star from the early 2000s. <laughs> oh, man, you guys are haircut wives now. <laughs> oh, you a haircut couple. Um, where, how do we get off on that? Oh, no other wives. All right, so thanks to everybody who came out in Seattle. And listen, a special... Thank you to Kara uh, Rossellini. And do you guys know Mary Gallagher by any chance? No. No, oh, that name sounds familiar. It does though. sound familiar. She's a comic, lives down here. She works a lot at Flappers. I've probably um, met her then. I mean, I'm yeah. over there all the time. So they produced this show up in uh, Seattle for me and them, basically. They wanted to. And they did a smashing job. It was great. It was fantastic. Thank you. So check out Kara Rossellini and, and Mary Gallagher's stuff when you can. They do a lot of short films and stuff, and they're very funny girls. And they're great people. So thank you guys for that. And uh, what an amazing town Seattle is. Yeah. And then a half hour out of it, (laughs) just fucking deliverance, man. I was up at a casino about an hour north of it, and it was just mullets. Trump, literally people making, they handmade Trump signs and hung them on the trees along the 101. Right, right. Yep. Yeah. That's going on. That's the country. Yeah. That's why people are so it's so funny. I was uh eating at Republic of Pie and uh there was this this girl that was talking, she's like, and I just can't believe that the supporters don't realize I'm like, you're barely having this conversation. <laughs> like, you need to leave LA. All right. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, like anybody realized if you've been in the country, you've seen the country, you've oh, yeah. seen the billboards. Even before Trump was elected, you could see billboards where Jesus is just looking down at you, you know, which is scary on a dark highway when Jesus is like, you better be, (laughs) 
doing something right. You yeah, know? who tweeted? Uh, nobody saw. Nobody predicted Trump's win except a road comic. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but we don't talk about politics on this show, do we, Aaron? No, no, no politics at all. That's I want to talk about. Let me say, I get all my thank yous out of the way. Uh, oh, and thank you to like Kira for letting me do her podcast, Kira Saltanovich, mm-hmm. and promoting it, and everybody else who did it. Oh, and thanks to uh, everybody who came out to see Battle Comics. Uh, it's a documentary oh, that get Jordan to see Brady that. did. It's it'll be coming. It's going nationwide in August. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. So it's um, I am. Is it I am Battle I am, Comic? That's it. It's I am Battle Comic. That's yeah, right. Yeah, Sean Halpin was in that. Yeah, Sean, and uh, we did yep. a premiere over here in Los Angeles last week or two weeks ago, and it was me and Sean and Tammy Pescatelli and Jordan Brady, the director, and yeah, uh, it was great. So check it out. It's coming to uh, some sort of media platform near you this is about uh performing for the military yes right? yes yeah. absolutely yeah have you ever done that i have not i've never done a military show i, know I have next, oh yeah next mm-hmm. on a ton of stateside them. or uh i did the mediterranean twice oh yeah uh italy greece and portugal then italy turkey some real hot zones huh yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was so great both times nick was in the shit man <laughs> i was in the shit homie tell the jokes in the shit we had to use commercial flights <laughs> We 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 were we were treated like tourists because we mostly were. <laughs> so I, I don't want to. You figure you do them around Texas because there's so many bases in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, I but uh, it's I, a long ass. It's a big state. It's a yeah. Uh, the I mean, I was in Dallas. We're from Dallas, so to, I mean, the where the bases and stuff are not yeah. around Dallas. And, really. and those guys all go to the comedy clubs anyway. Oh, that's true. Like if you perform in San Antonio, military's coming. Yeah, El Paso. Uh-huh. El Paso too. military's yeah. coming. Oh, is there a big base in El Paso? Yeah. Was it Fort? I don't Bliss? know which Fort one Bliss? It is. Fort Bliss, yes. Oh, okay. I did a, a Air Force base about three and a half, four hours out of uh, Dallas, I guess we landed in. So it's like around Aberdeen. No, not Aberdeen. Abilene. Abilene. It's yeah. around Abilene. Sure. Yeah. And it was just, it's a massive, people live on it. First yeah. of all, I went four hours and I was still in the same state. So yeah, it's, of course. It's, it's yeah. still another two hours to go right. before even getting close. That's why people don't get, like, it's funny, I'll, I'll get comics always asking me, uh, hey, man, I'm going through Texas. Is there any gigs I can do? And I'm like, what do you what do you mean? He's like, <laughs> one guy was like, yeah, is there anything, like, between San Antonio and Houston? I'm like, dude. There's a lifetime between San Antonio yeah, and Houston. Yeah, like, that's two completely different areas. Well, how are you driving? Like, where are you going through to hit these two? But that must have been great starting out, though. I mean, you must have had a shit ton of work within Texas. Da- in, oh yeah, Dallas was great. I always tell people, it's, uh, I'm so glad that I started there because it's a, it's, a, it's a great hub. It's a great scene. There's a ton of clubs. There's tons of stage time. It's its yeah. own little thing. There's no industry influence. No one. There's very little. No one feels. Never ever remember anybody feeling terribly competitive or uh-huh. everybody just does their thing and has yeah. fun. It's it's such a different vibe there than. Uh, yeah. Well, what's in Dallas? Hyenas? The, so two, have, the three hyenas. The there's two three improvs. hyenas in Dallas? Yeah, three yeah. hyenas, two improvs, one back to comedy improvs? club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah, there's one in Arlington, one in Addison. That's not Dallas. Well, well they all considered Addison close. is surrounded by Dallas. It's, a, it's, a, it's its own little incorporated little thing. Oh, really? Yeah. It's kind of like Beverly Hills? Exactly like Beverly really? Hills. Really? Yeah. Addison is? Addison okay. is surrounded by Dallas. It's, oh, all right. I didn't know yeah. that. So, yeah, Addison, but Addison has is its own incorporated city. Okay. So you have Addison, uh, yeah, Addison and uh, Arlington Those improvs. improvs. Three, three hyenas, three four hyenas. Dallas Plano, uh, Backdoor Comedy Club in Dallas, which is an independent club. There's a Dallas other... Comedy House in Dallas. Jeez, yeah. And then there's uh, besides that, there's tons of like tons what? of little rooms and. How's the like like if you worked at what was the last one? Which one? Dallas one, Comedy House. Dallas Comedy House. Could you work at the 
You can work at all of them. Yeah, yeah. The there's next none week. of that. There's, yeah. none of that there's very little of that. Like, if you perform there, you can't yeah. come over here. There's very right. little the, of that. The great thing was when they started doing that, uh, and this is, I, I credit this to the the veterans of the comedy scene out there, you know, like Paul Varghese, Arian Arnaport, and stuff like that, is that they kind of put their foot down with the clubs and said, you can't stop us from working the other clubs. Right. You know, and uh, it really helped the rest of the comics to, you know, like they, they stopped that whole bitterness. Oh, know? that's good. Because it was like, you're either going to have us develop or you're just going to have us stag- you know, right. be stagnant. So they... As a whole, everyone's like, we're just going to let the comics develop. I mean, the, cl- the cl- I'm sure you know the club owners are competitive. And yeah, they-, they have they have their own little. <laughs> but they'll that's keep their tabs thing. on each other. Yeah. you know, and I saw that like live. Like they won't let let each other get into each other's clubs. Right. You know, but they don't stop the comics from from going back and forth. That's so funny. I, there's like a whole like you think comics have rivalries, Aaron. You should like bookers are. There's oh, like yeah. a whole, sure. especially kind of like this like the second tier. Bookers, you know, yeah. or have just like this whole bookers. If owners, you work for him, you can't work for. Him. Fuck right, that right. guy. That guy's an asshole. That's Arizona. <laughs> Arizona is very much like that. You know, you got to be very San Diego. Oh, re- really? Yeah. I only work the comedy store in San Diego. American Comedy Company does not like anybody that works for Madhouse. Really? That's yeah. Hilarious. So it's that. But then they also the locals they allow them to go back and forth. But mm-hmm. if you're not a local, you're not allowed to do. Really? Sure. Yeah. That's hilarious. How are the, I've never done Madhouse or American. They're both great. Really? I loved it. I've done American. I've done both. I, I, uh, I like them. American was, they're both lovely, but American is a very cool club. I'll say that. American uh-huh. Comedy Club is very. Look at Steve trying, to, a cool trying to make sure Fuck he still it, gets booked care. at both of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick brought me to the other one. What was the? The, the Madhouse. The Madhouse. Yeah. The Madhouse yeah. is at the top of a mall. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard to find. Oh, that's right. Aaron's from it's, San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, American is very like they really did a great job with that club. It's set up really cool. It's really for the comics. They uh-huh. a cool experience. One of the actually one of the more notable clubs I've ever been to. Have you been? You haven't been there, right? No. So yeah, it's, it's like great. it's set up great. The, the main thing is the room. It's very intimate. Everybody's packed in nice and tight. Low ceilings. You have to go downstairs. You go. Yeah, it's in a basement. It's very New Yorky in a way. And then, so it's the opposite of the other one. That's and the on green the room. I tell you, I love mm-hmm. the green room of this. This is one of the coolest green rooms. First of all, like, oh, you, green room talk. We never well, you're do this. Walking, this is good. You, it's hidden. It's there's what? a so they have a, I don't. It's very cool. They have there's like a right near the stage. There's a giant bookshelf. Okay. You, and it's a hidden. That's the door. You the bookshelf. No way. It's really? One of those, like like something out of the movies. You open the the bookshelf and that's the door. Yeah, the that's awesome. So no one would know. Right. You would have no idea. You go in there and they the the coffee table is a giant video game like a flat table video game. Uh-huh. It's also a table. They have like a sixty inch TV in there. Yeah, and then the thing I remember is they brought us in there, and they're like, they open up this cabinet, and they're like, oh, and here's all the weed. They have like pot. <laughs> they had pot. They had various <laughs> strains of pot. Right. Neatly, neatly, and nicely uh, labeled. They had they had bongs, pipes, papers, whatever you like. They're like, feel free to light up whatever you like. If you need any, like, like I ne- I'd never been to a club that provided wow pot, which is legal, fully 100 percent legal in the state of California. To Not until January. Uh, no, it's at what? No, it, it's legal. Uh, Recreational is not recreational until use is currently legal. You cannot buy recreational marijuana until January. 5th. Oh, okay. But Sorry. it is current. It is now currently legal to possess marijuana in California. But you can only you can still only get it if you have a marijuana card. Okay. Uh, but one. But you can. However, you obtain it, 
once you obtain it, that's legal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so if somebody just throws it at you, yeah, it's if legal. I, <laughs> if I threw it at you and you held it, it would then be legal. Yeah. Okay. It's legal. Uh, I like how they're, they, these people are offering you weed in the green room, and yeah. I just did a gig that said, I can't drink before or during the show. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, and you always wonder what comic messed it up. Sometimes right. you can always, hear the story. I usually have an idea who it is. <laughs> you know, I've heard of comics falling asleep on stage. I'm like, ah, you're the one that ruined that. <laughs> Uh, I, I remember going and performing at uh, River Center and, and uh, used to be able to go see the movies because there's an AMC right across. Sure. So you could see the movies for free if you were like, I'm a comedian. Right. One comic in San Antonio ruined that for everybody because <laughs> sure. he just kept taking everybody and just going. Oh, really? Yeah. Ugh. It's just one that ruins everything, man. You can always, there's always clubs you go to and the, like, you can always tell because the, 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 they'll be like, all right, you get two drinks and that is it. If you, if you want more drinks, you've got to pay for them. Please, you got to understand that. Yeah. And you're, you, will, you can get one pizza per show and that is all. And you can't get it for your friends. Right. If you want more pizza, we're, we'll have to chart. Like, they clearly lay out the rules. Like, sure. If they're counting beers, like, obviously somebody fucked that up. Right. Or, you know. Well, for the last, I don't know, month and a half, I've been bitching about this gig I had to do last week and how they they after I agreed to it and signed the paperwork they sent me a list of things I can and can't do after mm. you signed the yeah contract. pretty much after I had signed it and what I should wear what I should, <laughs> what wear, you should wear what I should and, really? and, and you know don't you don't say anything offensive and don't use the f word and all that and so I, I'm just bitching about this for a month and a half on this show and my I probably lost a ton of listeners oh fuck I will start listening after he does this gig I get up to the gig and the, the 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 guy who runs the room goes, "Yeah, I know the booker sent out all that stuff. Don't worry about it. Do whatever you want to do." So you had all this anxiety and, and issues about it, and then it was like nothing. And then the guy's like, the "Yeah, I know. Minute. Everybody oh. comes up here and says they get a list. Don't worry about it. Just do whatever you want to do. That's Nobody hilarious. cares. These fucking white trash people aren't gonna care if I say fuck. Right? Yeah. But Mullet. you gotta you gotta ask who was the comic I, exactly right. who was just saying fuck like crazy <laughs> right he right said, fuck and he dressed like shit and yeah <laughs> drank all the beer and he ordered pizza just to throw it at people <laughs> yeah. which is legal if you catch it now yeah, <laughs> yeah it's legal right. if you catch it yeah, the yeah. pizza <laughs> but you know what I did I decided not to say fuck just for my own right yeah just for for an hour not say fuck I did clean for about a year and a half two years yeah yeah. And that, on purpose? Yeah, on purpose. Well, I had a lot of gigs that were college and corporate and stuff like that, and then just on purpose, just yeah. to see. And uh, I was like, all right, got it. I know how to do it yeah. if I need to. Yeah. You know, but as you could tell from my clips now, I, I have not. Uh, do you have clips? Uh, well, yes, I've got tons of clips. <laughs> all over Instagram. All over Instagram, man. <laughs> I'm trying to beat those Instagram models. They're, they they put out them just looking in the phone in their tits. Yeah. Meanwhile, I have to, like, oh, dig through material, you know? <laughs> like, oh, what, what other joke can I put out here? Do you record a lot of your sets? I am now recording every set. Ah, oh, smart. You know? Video or audio? Both. Yeah? Yeah, so I, I set I up guess the camera. video without audio would be kind of pointless. Yeah. <laughs> I you set up the camera. The suit looks like in an hour. Exactly, <laughs> and I take my phone and I even record from the stage just in case the the sounds different. Yeah, I, you know, recording on iPhones is awesome now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have like every set I've done since 2012 at this yeah. point on my phone. I I record every single set. Really, Steve's the one yeah. that that uh, inspires me. Yeah, he's my he's my uh, he's comedy coach. Recording Muse. Just, yeah. It's like how many? It's how many times have you got? You said something or a certain way. You figured out a new tag, mm-hmm. and then you got off stage. You're like shit. What did I? And you can't remember. Like I got fr- like, 
that frustration just kills me. So I just yeah. I just made it a habit, and so now I record. That's smart, and it that saved life. me so many times where I'm like, and the minute I get off stage, I can make a note on there, like listen at right. this point, and if you found a new new angle on this bit or whatever, you know. It's I mean, just, it happened to me last week, like 20 minutes into it, I was like, damn, I wish I was recording this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's such a. I gotta it's start too doing late. it. Yeah. I started doing it because I was getting, I, I get heckled so much, uh, even before the clips. Right. Uh, and I have a whole theory about why why they choose to heckle. I want to hear it. Uh, well, you know, other than what we already know, if people are drunk and they want to get shine, whatever. If sure. if uh, if the host and the feature don't do a good job, I'm an unknown headliner. Right. They, the audience just sat through 45 minutes of just eh. Yeah. So they don't trust me. Right. So by the time I get up there, they're already ready to throw in their own punchlines. You think so? Yeah. Because hmm. I, I noticed it because the- then I, I work with when I work with great comics. I was mm-hmm. just talking to Steve about this. You know that's why I love you know, working with Steve. When I work with great comics, <laughs> oh, shut up, Steve. <laughs> uh, the heckling is, is like down to the minimum. Like you barely hear it. Huh. You know, but when it's when it's not great comics, it's like consistent. Like it just goes. You're like, oh my god. Because I was talking to my buddy who I do a little bit of writing with, and I'm like, why do I? Why do do I? What do I? Welcome. Do I feel like I'm being conversational that people well, can we, chime in? Because I feel convers- like I'm getting a lot more. I'm getting heckled a lot, or not even like heckled, but just. It's, I, I call them supportive heckles. Right. It's the skeptics. The well, there's the supportive heckles, but then there's also the people that that your fans may have invited that didn't really want to go. Yeah. So they're there for free. Right. You know, they're probably getting their stuff paid for by their friend, and if if when they're sitting watching, kind of the other two comics are like this. What am I doing here? Yeah. And then those are the people that start like looking at you like, prove it. All right. Oh, you're supposed to be the big big, big dog on campus, huh? You know, so. All right. So tell us who the uh, crappy openers are. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, man. (laughs) It'll hurt their feelings. And it's not even crappy openers. It's just, you know, some people know how to host. Yeah. Some people know how to feature. And then you go to other, to certain places and these people don't know how to do either Mm -hmm. you know or they don't realize like yo they 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 try not to host because they think it's beneath them you know and that pisses me off because it's like hey if you're asked to host just host yeah just be that role right you know don't try to be this cool guy like uh yeah i guess i'm the first one i don't you know uh," and then they just ruin the the show it's like, just act like a host, man. That's yeah. what they're paying you for. Yeah. All right? Get up there, do some quick jokes, easy, talk about drinking, get them going, get off stage. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's not time for credibility. It's right. time for you to just be the host. You're not getting your special off uh, yeah. 10 minutes up front. So that that's that's the whole thing. Like, there's certain people that know how to kick it off, and then there's a lot of people that just wallow around on stage until they're done. Yeah. You know? That's what I like to do. Swallow around on stage. Well, Are if you're we... the headliner, you're allowed to. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a great thing about doing an hour. Yeah, you if you're, if you're you the headliner, it in. you're allowed to do whatever you want as a headliner. Right. And that's how I feel. Even when I open or feature for people, I'm like, you know, it's funny because I just did San Antonio and uh, the audience, some audience members see me with other headliners and they're like, wow, your act's really different when you're not with so-and-so and so-and-so. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, because they get to say whatever they want. I just have to make it nice. Right. You know, I just have to set it up so that they're they're ready to go. Right. I'm not here to 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 when I'm performing with other people, I'm not there to just make you love me. It's a sample. Here's enough of me. Mm-hmm. Come see me at a real show. 
That's what I like to do. I try to get down, the, like, let's say I'm headlining next weekend. I like to drop down for one show or two shows on Saturday night and do a five-minute guest spot. Yeah. And just say, hey, I got two for ones, or, you know, I can give mm-hmm. away a couple, boom, boom, boom. That really helps. Yeah. When they see you, it's like, boom, hey, I'm going to be in here next week. You'll, Yeah, you'll get people going. I have to do that for La Jolla. I'm going to be down in La Jolla at the end of the month. You coming down? I will be there at the end of the month. Oh, yeah? Uh, Memorial Day? Yeah, I'm working Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, you should come out. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Excellent. I've never worked Memorial Day weekend. How is it? You guys? Anyone? I think I have. In La Jolla specifically? No, just in general. Because there's certain, like, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is great. Sundays, if Monday is off, is great. Right, yeah. Thursday, Friday after Thanksgiving blows. Friday and Saturday blows. I don't know about Memorial weekend, right? I think... uh, I think it's fine. Yeah, it's funny because I was telling a comic last night. They're like, "How's your how's your month looking?" I'm like, "It's slow. It's a slow season." And then I was like, "Every season, slow season." Right. And, and comedy. That's all you ever hear. Every time you go to a club, oh man, you know, it was just packed last week. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Know, we got the car show in town. Oh man, I had Spurs, two Spurs. I just did San Antonio. Okay. Two Spurs games. Uh, the Canelo, uh, the Canelo fight, and okay. Cinco de Mayo. Like, oh, so I had like just. Day after day after day, right. other th- shit to do than see Nick Guerra. <laughs> <laughs> I told the story a thousand times, so I won't tell it again. But I did. It was Chicago up against the Blackhawks in double overtime. Mm. So that was that. We don't have to go into the horribleness that that was. I've relived it several times. Yeah, it's weird show. when there's a sporting event, a uh, big sporting event. Uh, but the thing you know is the people that did show up obviously do not give a shit about whatever that sporting event is, right? I mean, they may be sm- – right? No. Why are they in a comedy show if the big game of the season is Because their boyfriend brought them – no, their girlfriend brought them or their boyfriend brought them. Man. I don't know. Well, I, I, I think about 80 – like 85% of the crowd is like, yeah, we don't care. There yeah. is that weird 15 sure. that are DVRing it. Right. You know, but, yeah, I always say whoever's there showed up, performed for them. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, I can't stand comics that are like, there's only eight people, I'm not going to do anything. Right. I'm like, they were there. No, absolutely, I agree. I used to be the same way. I used to be the same way until I did a show for eight people, and they were like, this is our, my favorite show I've ever oh, been to. Oh, they're the best. Yeah. You get to w- get away with more stuff, I think. Yeah. You can really experiment sure. and have a good time. Yeah, you never, blame, you never blame the people that no. showed up ever, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't say never. They showed up. I could show up they right now and money. not say anything they, hosting this. They paid money and came to your show. What, what can you complain about? What's the complaint? Well, you can complain about being obnoxious. You complain about not really wanting to be there. Well, that could be in any audience, though. Well, right? well, I'm not specifically pointing out a specific audience. Why are you being so competitive with me today, Steve? What's going on? Am I being combative? (laughs) (laughs) Do you not want to be here? Now I blame my guests. We showed up. What's going on here? You wanted somebody else. They didn't show up. We showed up. We showed up. And I introduced myself. You didn't even even have to do that. Steve Hallis, everybody. I'm sorry this table doesn't have weed in it. Oh, I know. You could try to bite it or something. And that door, I totally knew this was a real door that led into another room. (laughs) Could you hide the door a little better? We have a a Keurig. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah, Keurig. 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 We have the all things You have kombucha, though? You got kombucha for this guy? I had to bring my own kombucha. What is kombucha? Kombucha is, I don't know what kombucha is. Read the ingredients, Nick. Uh, (laughs) The ingredients. Hey, Steve, my show. (laughs) <laughs> Organic raw kombucha. What is kombucha? Kombucha is a fermented tea that has naturally occurring alcohol. Do not consume if you're avoiding alcohol due to pregnancy, allergies, sensitivities, or religious oh. beliefs. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Do you get buzzed off that? I, I guess so. It's you just drank a vegan. bottle of it. Yeah. Maybe I am getting buzzed. All right. Well, give some to Steve, will you? If you're I'm pregnant gonna... or breastfeeding, please consult with your health care professional before consuming kombucha. Mm. You got a whole Asian thing going on right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Wu-Tang sweater. You got the Wu-Tang the sweater, China the China shirt, and the kombucha. Is this Asian? It looks like it should I'm be, I'm assuming right? it's Asian. I think they do that on purpose to make you feel like it's It's like, oh, it this is from. A, and Target's yeah. girls going yeah, to yoga. Like, oh, this is this is otherworldly. It may just be made in Pennsylvania, to be honest. <laughs> this goes with my ba- with my Buddhism that I practice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I said that. Yeah, I know. I okay. looked at him. I was like, I was like, yeah, man. And then you said, I was like, oh, I'm looking at the wrong person. Look, Mar- Marquis de Toriol, natural hairstylist, says, uh, share the love, words of enlightenment. Where's he from? Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. That's <laughs> where they shared the love in Detroit. There must have been some really, really scary one-nighters down in Texas when you guys were starting out. I did Odessa, Texas with Joey Diaz, Ooh. right? Yes. And uh, Yeah, Odessa, right? <laughs> so I pick him up from the hotel because we were just there. Nick, who loves you? Come here. What time nah, you he, he, yeah. he barely knew me. Oh, really? But then he got to like me. I, yeah, like, I like, like Joey a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then- What uh, the fuck you got to do? Let's burn yeah. him down. So we're driving out into the middle of nowhere looking for this comedy club. And uh, we pass a barely lit sign that just says comedy show, <laughs> right? And it's like a a barn or whatever. I don't right. even know what it was. Just right. dark bar. We get in there. We do the show. It's it's nothing but Odessa rednecks, whatever. Uh, so much so, like, people are taking pictures of me and Joey afterwards because just they're like, hey, let's take a picture of the comic. One guy walks up completely covered in dirt, right? Really? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I want to take a picture. And I'm like, all right. So we stand there with him. And uh, then after like two seconds, we're like, who has the camera? He's like, I, I don't have a camera. I just want to take a picture. <laughs> so we had to get somebody else to take the picture. Just said he was satisfied that right. he had a picture taken, right? Uh, so we do the gig, right? The weekend, it's done. Um, the the hotel they keep us at is so dirty that when I'm walking around on bare feet, my feet get black. Ugh. You know? <laughs> so uh, it's it's just it's just. Redneck, right. you know, and just Odessa and oil. And that weekend, they actually burned down uh, George Bush's childhood home in protest of his presidency. Wow. Right? That's ballsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cut to later on, there's the, you know, the club is still going, but we find out that it's uh, the bookers get approached by the FBI saying, uh, we're going to raid this, this house that you're staying at because, you, you know, people are making meth here. So you have a chance because we know you're not involved in it. Right. You can either leave right now and not be arrested for it, or you can stay and be arrested with everybody that we're going to arrest. Oh, wow. And one of them left. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy took his chances, right? Uh-huh. So that's how that club got shut down. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how, that's how like scary it was. Like Looking back at it, I'm like, yeah, it felt like a, a methy place. Right. You know? Is meth big in Texas? I don't remember meth ever being a big. Not like you hear in some other places. Yeah. Uh, heroin had a heyday. Yeah. Had a heyday uh, at a point. We all remember those days, glory uh, days. I don't remember. San meth. Antonio loved shrooms. San Antonio, and Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you ever performed on shrooms? No. <laughs> no. Because American have Comedy you? Club doesn't offer that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What club are you performing? Yeah, are you waiting at? until it's legal? Okay. Yeah. No, I've right had first. people f- 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 talk about performing on shrooms and. Mo- was it Moshe no. Kasher who 
at Burning Man on the oh, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go to Burning Man. Yeah. What the fuck? I wouldn't want to perform at Burning Man. I wouldn't want to perform on shrooms at Burning Man. I don't like doing comedy in anything but a comedy club. I'll do it right. everywhere else. But anything but a comedy club is just, it's a battle every time. Absolutely. You know, people think like these festivals, like I get hit up all the time, you know, hey, can, can you be part host of this festival? No, I don't want to, I don't want to do your charity. Right. You know, I'll do it if I really like you, but I've done it where they just ignore you. Oh, and yeah. you're just like, all right, I'm up here. All yeah. right. What about Bowling Alley? I've done it. I've done a comedy club in a bowling alley. A comedy club in a bowling alley? Yep, two of them. I've done a bowling alley and a comedy club in a bowling alley. Why would you put a comedy club in a bowling alley? Because that's all that was available. It was a bowling alley bar slash casino. Oh, all right. It was just everything. But it was like a little town of, like, this place is bigger than, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So. There was a guy who had a club up, and he literally won the lottery, and he opened a comedy club slash music club slash sushi restaurant. Okay. So. That's what you do when you have a lot of money. You gotta pick one thing and do it well, right? right? That's, yeah, just pick. That's one. just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, that's never good. Right? Put all your put all your effort into the sushi. Yeah, it's always bad how people think the comedy. Let's add comedy. They always want to add comedy to the thing. Like that's like that's some some commodity that's just going to bring everybody in, right? Like that's and it's usually that's always the worst idea. Right. Well, it's usually it's usually the bar's not doing well. What can we do to get people in here? Oh, uh, but then they hate you when you do well. Oh yeah, because I've had that happen where I. Packed out a bar with 200 people, and the owner afterwards was like, we're never going to do this again. Our five regulars got upset. Yeah. But I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> the, the five people that, that continue to come right. in here, you're you barely $25 dollars on. a day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or you get, or the waitresses got too tired. They weren't, because right. they, they're not used it's too to. Much work. Yeah. It's too much work. It's too much work. Yeah, that's the flip side of that, right? Is It, it goes really well, and they and they weren't prepared for the success yeah. of it. Yeah. No, I know. I've. I never understood people want to have comics at their wedding. You ever done a wedding? I've never done a wedding. Have you ever done I a have, wedding? I've been asked. I'm like, no, I'm, no. This is your day. I'm not going to go up and talk about my issues right, with right. life at your wedding. Like, right. Like, yeah. like that, again, who wants – just have, have a wedding. <laughs> yeah, have a wedding. <laughs> it's a, it's a, don't have – it's an event. It's band. an event already. Have a you little jazz combo yeah. and get married and that call it a day. Like, I'd go DJ over jazz combo. Totally. Any, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. A quartet, a string quartet. Anything. You know. Anything's <laughs> better than having a comedy. Have, just have Twister there. Right. Anything is better than Anything having comedy. Anything that comics. doesn't require undivided attention because yeah. people want to talk and chat and yeah. drink and, you know. Yeah, they're around family. They want to all ch- catch Reminisce up. and get drunk yeah, off the free man. bar. I've been I've been at a wedding where they the DJs found out I was a comedian and asked me to do oh, time, oh. which is a huge no. Yeah, yeah. never. I never even t- I don't never tell Uber drivers, cab drivers, neither do keep, I. Hotels, I tell. Oh, them, I'm not I going on saying, them. "Hey, I'm Murray. I'm a comedian." It's ask. the other people. If they ask, it's like I my never, friends. But it's like my friend. I, I was best man. Oh, he's a comedian. My oh. my mother told a whole pedicure shop while I was sitting there with her. Right. Get, my son is a comedian. I did. Yeah, I got footage of it. Yeah, yeah. My sister wanted. So then they want you to be funny. Tell us a joke. Oh, they were like, "You're gonna have so much material tonight. You're gonna have some lady just kept Uh. saying that to me like every three minutes. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna talk about getting a pedicure on stage, (laughs) right? That's uh, that's got to be the most. That's got to be the most common thing said to a comedian ever. You're gonna have so much material material after this. Yeah, and it's it's like, and I'll perform it for people. Like when they say you're gonna have so much material, I'll be oh yeah, I'll be like, so I got a pedicure today. It was kind of weird. (laughs) <laughs> and that's my material. There's yeah. no so much. What do you mean so much? <laughs> you think I'm going to go on an hour about pedicures? You know? Let's yeah. get, Steve's Angela got an Johnson hour on that. pedicures. Let's not. I do. I said Angela Johnson. That was her act. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. I she, thought hers was, was manicure. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you could go an hour on manicures. Yeah, pedicures are different. No, 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 no. You know, like it's just hard talking about feet that long hands. You could talk about forever, <laughs> further away. I've yeah. never had a manicure or a pedicure. Have you, Murray? Yeah, I like it was manicures. I don't like I don't like pedicures, but I like manicures. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. The pedicure? Yeah, it tickled. Good, weird, and... or no? Or... I was like, I, I did it once. That's good. Oh, so you'll never do it again. Nah, there's uh, no reason to. Yeah. I used to go with my wife because it's like, hey, you know, let's go yeah. together. Couples, and, yeah, couples we'll be manicures. a couple saying yeah. she's fine if I don't go, and I'm fine if I don't go. Yeah. I don't like people touching my feet. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. And then they picked There's one too. where they punched, they punched my feet. They punched yeah. your feet? Really? Yeah. They're like, ah, 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 yeah. Like I guess they're misogynist. Yeah. Oh. yeah so, and I was yeah, like, what are you punching my feet for? Every once in a while, I go get my haircut. Aaron. Like today. And uh, and, uh, and I'll go to like a bar- Floyd's barbershop. Yeah, they every- do the massage. And they do the massage after. I would say, no, nah, that's cool. You don't have to. Yeah. I don't like to. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like massages. I don't like. You know what happened to me one time uh, when I got a massage? And it's kind of. All right. This isn't a road story at all. This happened in West Hollywood. I went, all right, I went to get a massage and the masseuse girl, you know, they meet you in the hallway and they walk you in and they're like. You know, oh, I'm Tina. I'm Murray. Great, come on in. And walk in, and she's like, oh, I'm Liz. But you probably remember me as Karen. I dated Joe. And I'm like, oh, no. What? And then sure enough, because they change their names. They don't use their real names, kind of like, okay. I guess, like strippers do, I guess. I don't okay. know. And so it ended up, I knew this comic who dated her, and they broke up. And I had an hour of her needing my shoulders going, so have you talked to Joe lately? Oh, have you ever... Man. Has he just ever been? And she's right. It was, I should have, oh, it was awful. Awkward, yeah. I don't like being touched. Right. Well, do you still talk to Joe? Yeah, Joe's my best friend. So no, been? I had to lie the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. He was, uh, this was back, he was an open mic comic. Right. I don't know. So it kind of ties into the, thing of the right, show. So you don't want to be massaged by someone you know, right? I don't want to be massaged by this anybody. Is what we, this, that's what yeah. this is what, like, are you, do you want to massage me? Is that what you're asking? No, I hadn't thought about it until you just said that right now. Well, you said if, I didn't want to be a psychic. No, I'm just saying as a rule. We know each other. I'm not aware that I'm just like so that would that was awkward, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's awkward getting a massage anyway, and then yeah. getting the third degree over her failed relationship. Did you get all that? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> of all the and of all the. I mean, what what are the odds too, right? Well, I think that's part. Yeah, I think that's the underlying theme of that sure. story. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe you should try it with a stranger. Just see what you think. I've had. It wasn't the only <laughs> massage I've gotten. Okay. I've had. I've okay. had other massage. I just don't oh, like okay. to be done. Plus, I'm not a very stressful guy. Yeah, you don't seem stressed. Nah. Right? Look how I'm sitting. Yeah, yeah legs crossed, lean back. You should be giving quotes to my kombucha. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> Life is ne- more than a massage. Never get a massage <laughs> from an open from an open micer's ex. <laughs> Detroit in the house. Damn open micers dating people. What? Don't they know they shouldn't? <laughs> like, you have no talent yet. Wait till you have talent to start dating people, damn open micers. I, I was at a party the other night, and I won't say who the comic I was with, but all right, first of all, it was the night before we did the Ice House. Okay. That... And my buddy calls me up and says, hey, man, can you give me a ride to the Ice House tonight? I'm in your neighborhood. And I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. And he's like, I'll get my own ride home. It's like, fine. So... My electricity goes out like two hours before the show. So I text him like, hey, man, my electricity's out. So I'm just going to bail out and maybe. And Joey Diaz was on the first show. Maybe we'll go catch Joey Diaz. And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Here's the address. And he's like, oh, by the way, I'm at a barbecue. So why don't we just hang out here and have a beer instead of going to have a beer at the club? I was like, you were, you were, you wanted me to come pick you up and you didn't invite me to the fucking party that, that I was picking you up from? 
He's like, oh yeah, I didn't. I thought maybe you had family stuff to do. I'm like, well, how are you gonna hide that? There's yeah. fucking. I pull up. There's toilet paper in the trees and a right. DJ and it's like, I thought it was really like, but then anyway, not the point of the conversation. I get there, and uh, some girl is talking to us, and then her boyfriend came up, who was a com. It was a comics party, and we left, and the guy's like, oh man. Yeah, if I was single, I'd be all over that girl. And like, but don't you, your friend's, your friend's a comic, don't you know? He's like, yeah, I, I've never seen his act. I don't know if he's funny or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you ain't funny yet, I'm going to hit on your That's chair. the litmus test. <laughs> <That's, that's laughs> oh, all right. So truly all comedians so, are scumbags. Okay. Is, I just wasn't nah, sure. I, I'm actually, a, I, it's, I met a lot of unfunny people with beautiful girlfriends, and I let them be. <laughs> that's yeah. nice of you, Nick. You guys can be, all right? I'm not going to show her what a real man could do with jokes. Not in the bedroom. <laughs> well, look at these jokes. <laughs> so you've been touring a lot with Christella, right? No, no. I mean, uh, we for a long time, yeah. And then, I mean, we have. She's been busy with other stuff. She's, that's. I think that's why I've been bumping into you a lot more. I've just been local more often. Uh, she hasn't been. She hasn't been touring. Uh, not since the special, her Netflix special came out last year. There's been other stuff going. Aren't on. Aren't you going out with her neck this weekend? Yes, to a film festival, but we're not doing stand up. We're not doing stand up. She's not. No, I'm not performing. In- You're just going together? We're going, yes. Aww. A friend of ours is having a film festival in Charlotte. Okay. So we're going to that. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I've been touring, like, guys like Nick and Jerry Rocha have been bringing me out a bit and uh, just been scraping up my own gigs. I don't uh, care about Jerry Rocha. I want to talk about Christella. Well, she's, uh, you know, she's busy. Well, you been toured with her for a while. Yeah, we toured, yeah, we toured for, you know, we toured this guy for, in a uh, yes and class, Aaron. What is going on? I went on tour with them. Oh, you did together? Yeah. Oh, you see how that works? And Steve, Steve? And Steve yeah. See how that podcast to... works when you're interviewing somebody? Steve taught me how to smoke pot, how to how to do drugs. How to do drugs. He taught me how to do them right. <laughs> yeah, I taught Nick how to shoot heroin up. Right. Yeah. He's oh, like, so. just, Back in the heyday just enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we toured uh, for about a year and a half uh, after her show uh, ended. We, mm-hmm. we were on the road for like a year and a half. Uh, Christelle that... Alonso is who we're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, Nick was with us on a lot of that. That's mm-hmm. fun. Uh, yeah, it was, right. It, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. It was uh, theaters. Steve's the it best. Was, it was a mix. I am the best. <laughs> he, <laughs> he knows. A, he knows what restaurants to go to. It was a mix of comedy clubs and theaters. Yeah, it was a mix of both. Uh, so yeah, you know, we had. I, I mean, that was really. You know, I know this is road stories, and I don't. I mean, that always seems to imply negative stuff, right? And I don't honestly. I mean, it's it, it's it was a lot of fun. Nothing's of better cool. than discovering a great restaurant with Steve Hallett. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, you, you a bit of a foodie. I don't know, because him and Christella, they're like just order it all. Yeah, just, just try everything. <laughs> we do tend to like we do like when we find something we're excited about, we tend to like it looks like a buffet. We sure, just, you know what I mean. Yeah, we yeah. Order like three great. or four entrees and just try. Want to try everything, uh, which, which is you know. Not healthy, but uh, it's fun. <laughs> well, you look like you're in. And good you shape. know when it's weird when you when you're on a road. There's always that there's that extra level of stress. So you 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 know you tend to eat. Oh, you stress eat. eat? Yeah, exactly. Really? Just from, you know, from travel and you're not home and so you just want, it, there's a comfort element, right, mm-hmm. of, of uh, ordering up, you know, of going out to eat and stuff. Uh, try to find that balance. I'm so, the opposite. I hardly ate at all when I was up in Washington last week. That's crazy because there's got to be amazing food up there, right? I mean, <sighs> no? Not really. I don't know. I love Yelp. It's great. You can you find great fun. Yeah, we, we, wa- we watched Straight Out of Compton together. What? And we all got inspired to, to battle rap. 
That was in Denver, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. We went to go see Straight Out of Compton together. Yes. Yeah. Did you lay it down in the hotel room? Did you guys go at it? Yeah. Oh, a little man. battle rap. Steve is all about hip hop, bro. He, oh, that's right. You're a big. What's your Twitter handle? Coolmo cool. Steve at uh, Coolmo Steve. Oh, old school. Bro. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, most people don't even know who that. They probably don't get the reference. But, right. Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, we were in Denver, and that's that's right, which is such a big pot city, and uh, so so know, so everywhere. they got me stoned. They figured out how to right. get me. Right. Was the first time you smoked pot? Yeah. Pretty. Really? Much. Yeah. That yeah. could only have been a handful of years ago. Yeah. No, yeah, it was last was, year. I just like, started. I don't. Oh, think, really? Yeah. yeah I'm like, thinking about starting. Yeah, I just I started. I was never. I only got into it. I, I never. I probably was never high until like two and a half years ago. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. See, I just smoked pot in high school and like early twenties, college era, and then then I stopped, and then it got really, really potent, and I tried it again like six years ago, and it was mm-hmm. I couldn't handle it, and yeah. so but I'm thinking about maybe starting again. Yeah, I was at Disneyland last. That's week. that's a good life choice, right? At my age with a five-year-old and a wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is the time to start. Pot. Yeah, Absolutely. why not start doing drugs? Yeah. This will be fun. Yeah, no, yeah I... you got the kid to five. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I was at Disneyland last week, and um, I, t- I took this little candy, and I, I got it. I mean, it just, nothing bothered. It's great. Nothing yeah? bothered. Like, the, yeah. all the kids, the running around, everything. I'm just, like, they all are part of this beautiful mosaic of humanity, and I'm just all tingly and happy. Yeah? It's, yeah. it's the best. Steve taught me a lot of things about handling the road. He yeah. showed me Bose headphones, noise cancellation phones. Bose, yeah. Bose, Bose? No, right? Yeah. Well, that's the I didn't tell doctor. him how to pronounce it, but yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't tell me how to pronounce it. <laughs> Bose. You gotta have the noise canceling. I thought it was from Idaho. That's why. Oh, Boise. Boise. (laughs) Right? Do you have noise canceling headphones? I do, but I left them in. I got drunk on an airplane. Oh no! And I had a connector, and I left them on the urinal. That's a bad feeling. That is with my little iPod Shuffle that I've had since. Wow, ninety-seven. You need to get rid of that anyway. Yeah, but... that would <laughs> They took the headphones and left the iPod Shuffle on the urinal. <laughs> noise canceling headphones are essential. They're if you great. Travel. Oh, absolutely. Got to have them. Even absolutely. sometimes I don't even listen to music. I just flip the button just to just to cancel all the all the whoosh. And yeah. all the no, noise. no, I agree hundred percent. Steve even taught me that you can get in. You know, you can get through security if you don't have your ID. What? Oh yeah. yeah. How did that happen? He lost his ID. I forgot my. Uh, I left my wallet. At home somehow and got to the airport and I had to get on the flight and uh, they'll you can get on the flight that they will they do extra screening but if you ever happen to if you have no, no identifying documents really you can still get on if you have anything with your name on it uh huh at all your weed uh, that is what I had I had my, <laughs> I had I actually in my backpack I had the the the, the paper my medical pot paper thing right. And I actually showed that to the TSA agent. She's like, "Okay, well, that's you know that worked." And then they just do a thorough hand screening, and uh, we became pals. She came to a show like what? months later. <laughs> she showed up at a show, and she's like, "Do you remember me?" And I was like, "I remember you." Like she was, she waited in line and, and took pictures and everything. Oh, that's totally hilarious! Cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, absolutely. If you forget your ID, you can still get on a plane. It's, it's going to take it takes a little extra time. Right, they'll, right. They'll try to get you on. They're pretty cool about it, actually. Yeah. I often thought about that because I've been losing my IDs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now who knows? You know, you know, with all these laws they're passing, who knows that that could change? But at the right. moment, at the moment, you can okay. you can yeah. still not have to necessarily you can you can get on without it. Your I've idea. I've learned so many things going on the road with Steve. <laughs> Other comments you go on the road with, you learn nothing. Right. I didn't right? realize you learned so much from me. You're so genius, my, my son. Yeah. <laughs> he taught me how that there are ways to make a portable air conditioner if you really want to for your car. What? 
And what did what was it? It was you were telling me about how you did it as a cop. You put the the copper oh, coil. Oh, private investigator. Well, that was my theory. Why the, yeah, with the yeah, that was a, years ago. I was a PI. <laughs> okay. And there's times you have uh, one of many jobs I've had. And you know, you sit in the car and you can't run the car all day. Right. So you you know, you buy like bags of ice and you know, find different ways to cool the car down. I, this is a theory I had of uh uh get a get a bucket of ice and yeah. run, run a run a like some copper wire through it and get a fan that runs on a battery and run blow the air you know try to funnel the air into the copper wire let it run through the cold through the through the ice sure. and then have that blow blow on your face <laughs> you know that was my theory i don't know did you do it i, I no, didn't do it. i've never been a private investigator but when i do <laughs> well, i thought maybe I you got a little hot it, in denver that's... with crystal you know yeah. you get the rat battle going the sweat's flying you gotta cool <laughs> that shit theory. off i'm sure somebody who's an expert in ac and heating can yeah well, i'm sure I'm, I'm gonna get a lot of emails steve i'm sure but, <laughs> but if you google i've seen stuff on on youtube about i've seen i've seen contraptions like that on youtube but uh this was this was a this was probably a conversation we had while we were high maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of other things, Steve. Seriously, I want to. I want, now. I want to travel. Doesn't I didn't that, realize that you were such like a road. Work. I'm not. I don't know. He just has all these little tricks and things. These are just life things. This is just life stuff, and that, that things you, you learn up. in the. But you don't go on the road with people that have a life. You know yeah, what I'm saying? True. That's the thing. Yeah, Steve has like, had a life. If it's not on the menu, I don't know. If it's not in the hotel room, I can't figure. Yeah. He taught me what pedantic meant. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, more, more importantly, I taught him. Uh, I taught him. He taught me what scatological, what scatological really means. Oh no! Because Nick, Nick, I was using that word all my life. Nick, like, yeah, I just have scatological thoughts. It's all over. Nick the place. thought that scatological <laughs> meant scatterbrained. That is what Nick thought his whole life until like I don't know, just months ago. I and, was like, when he finally told me, do you me. know what you're saying when you say scatological? <laughs> he had no idea. I had no clue. Oh, that's hilarious. I just thought it was just, you know, logic that was all over the place. It was shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's you know, hilarious. you don't really get taught that in high school. No, I guess not. You know, you got to wait, wait till porn exactly. comes along. They don't, or Steve. Yeah. Or uh, Steve, and Steve taught me. Yeah, no one ever, you know, on, uh, you know, whatever, occupation day or what, on job, you know, they never have a scatologist come in to tell you what he does for a living and hey kids if this is what you want to study uh, this is what I do every day now yeah. is that an occupation that is an occupation scatologist mm -hmm. am I saying that that is right? a thing like, you know uh, Aaron you know I hate poop humor yeah you know I this, I'm not I'm not making jokes I'm no, being no, serious no, I'm being dead no, serious no, no I only talk about poop seriously yeah no Man, so. see, he just taught you. That's a thing. See, I know. I didn't not know. even in less than an hour, you've learned something from Steve. What do you say your DJ name is on stage? Do you have a DJ name on stage? Oh, you mean the, the joke I do about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My you don't have to name. do the joke, but what's your rap name on stage? I well, that is the well, fifty percent is what I say is my that 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 joke. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. Why do you say that? Because I say uh, I guess I should not rap the joke. Yeah, it's like I can't. I, I I'm not a rapper, which sucks because uh, I I have a rap name. I can't mm. rap, but I'm Jewish, so my rap name would be Fifty Percent. Right. You know. Oh, you are Jewish. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, did you know that, Aaron? I I didn't. How would Aaron know if I'm Jewish or not? He doesn't like Jews. <laughs> oh. Why are you so thrown by that? I thought you were a Latino. You thought I was. You, you thought. Yeah. Oh, Latino? Yeah. And then as I'm watching you, I'm like, you're the most Jewish Latino I've ever met. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, oh, it's because he's been around a lot of Latinos. Well, I guess because like I know him through Nick and Nick and, and, and I, I, I spent a lot of time and, around uh, a lot of Latinos. Uh, yeah. It's just from being from Texas, I guess. But All yeah, right. I know. Well, that's it. I didn't think Jews were allowed in Texas. I'm a Judeo. 
What is oh, that? That's Jewish and Spanish. Oh. When we went to, uh, when we, we did Plano together. and uh, Plano, he, Texas? Yeah, Plano, Texas. And he did a joke about being Jewish. And then there was a whole group there that that uh, responded back, right? What did they say? I forgot what they, but they knew, like, yeah. They, they knew, knew what you're saying. They knew Jewish. They were they started speak, saying, calling out Yiddish stuff to me. And it was, you know, which is, which in Texas, it's always a surprise to hear people in the audience yeah. shouting out, shouting <laughs> Yiddish out at you. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? So. so he got heckled in, in Yiddish. Yeah, heckled in Yiddish. I, it wasn't really heckling. No, it was yeah. like they a supportive heckle. It was, yeah. It was a supportive heckers yeah. that, I, that I like so much. Yeah. Sorry I'm looking at the time. No, I was yeah. too. Well, well you got some When you look, we all, you made it. No, made no, I've just look. been making sure we're, we're, we're pumping in as much knowledge as possible. Well, yeah, get it all in there because we got th- three minutes before I have to get out of here. Okay. Before I have to get out of here. All right, so what do we call it? A burning moment? What do they call it in AA? I don't know. I don't know why I'm asking. Moment of it. clarity? What are you talking no, about? No, no. Uh, burning desire, right? You guys ever do AA rooms? No. Oh, they're great. You should. You pick up all the lingo. It's awesome. It's great. I don't want to take anybody's inventory but my own. Oh, um, well, they, so they have a burning desire that says if somebody has to talk before the oh. end of the meeting. I think it's a burning, right? Burning desire? Why would I know? I don't, because you have, you have access to Google. Oh. Uh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I have friends in AA, but I've never done an uh, AA room. Oh, okay. They're fantastic. You should do them. They're a lot of fun. And there's nothing you can say that they haven't done sure, or yeah, anything, especially in NA rooms. So they, I guess I'm, we're going to call it a burning desire, which actually might be something completely different, of a horrible story you want to tell before we have to get out of here. Oh, a horrible story. Yeah, I probably should have told you to come in with some road stories before you came here when I asked you to do this a week ago. Oh, mm-hmm. I did. Okay, oh, uh, I'll look for that email. <laughs> he just told me yesterday. I'll look for that email. Uh, well, Steve, Steve's horrible stories usually uh, have to deal with. I had to teach Nick how to. <laughs> <laughs> why is it like as I was saying? It's oh, why is it always got to be negative? Well, it doesn't. Tell us what, what is you, what is I'll what, tell it, you what is what are the greatest moments of your career so far, Nick? You're up next. The greatest moments yeah. of my career. One of them. Honestly, uh, my I'll, honestly is, uh, is is I uh, got to meet and become pals with Gary Shandling, and uh, that was like I, I get I get emotional like the oh, minute absolutely. his name comes out yeah. of my mouth. Like uh, Gary uh, was very kind to me, and uh, uh, I got I I was around him, and we kind of hit it. We had a long conversation one day and hit it off, and and we uh, we were. I stayed. You know, I stayed in touch with him. I helped him write some. Helped him with some material that he Fantastic. did on the Tonight Show. That is uh, great. A few years ago, and uh, that was uh, pretty amazing. Uh, I went to his memorial uh, mm-hmm. last year when he died. At and, the uh, Abel. I'll tell you what was really uh, touching. What was amazing was I'm nobody. I'm not famous, and it was funny to sit there and see like, uh, like I remember Sarah Silverman went up there, and everything she said about Gary was exactly the same things I would say. Mm-hmm. He was my mentor. He. He was encouraging, uh, overcame all doubts, always was so full of wisdom, made me feel like I, I, I was good enough and I, and, and I knew and, and, I, and I could do this. And uh, it was interesting to hear people who are hugely famous say the exact same things that someone – and it showed you that he was the same with everyone. Right. Uh, he was a mentor to many people on mm-hmm. varying levels. Uh, and that, that's – well, I mean, it's that is just, a fantastic story. That's my. And I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Yeah, that's absolutely just greatness to to get to know him was the the best. Never got a chance to meet him. Yeah. Actually, I take it back. I did have a chance to meet him, and I didn't. And I 
kick myself for it. Yeah. I was to actually perform with them, and I didn't do it. I was working on a TV show, and I was supposed to go down to, I think, Irvine with, I think, Orny was... It was with yeah, Orny's, Orny's good friends with him. Let's and he's like, Gary's coming down on a stupid fucking TV show that <laughs> sure. I hated being working on. I'm like, I can't make it tonight. Yeah. Gary and was then, absolutely the best. Every yeah. every great thing you ever hear, it's all, it's just, I could say, it's just fantastic. The best. That best, makes me happy. A great he's human. A definitely great human. one of my favorites. He's one of my, when Mitzi first saw me, she said, you remind me of Gary because yeah, I, I was around. That's a, that's a huge compliment. It was, but I don't believe it from her. Uh, <laughs> she's senile. Yeah. Nick? Oh, man, that was too good. Oh, I know, sorry. right? I'm Come sorry, on. Nick. Try to, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Man. You can follow that. You can follow that. Um, I guess I've made two of my, I've, I've been able to make three, three of my comedy influences laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, John Leguizamo, Cheech Marine, and Roseanne Barr. Isn't that the best? I had, I, and I'm not going to, I won't say, I'm not going to tell the story, but I had, I, that, the first time I did that made someone like, like a, like I was driving some big name comic around, yeah. you know, for the week or whatever, cause I was emceeing and I made him laugh and I was like, it was like, isn't <laughs> that the best feeling? <laughs> it was the best. Yeah. You make a hero laugh. And, yeah. John was, uh, my buddy filmed a pilot with him. So we were having lunch. And he was talking about some some marshmallow test that they did with kids, and I did like a quick joke on it, and he just started cracking up. I'm like, that there you go, that's good enough for me. <laughs> that's awesome, you know. So who'd you have? Who was who? It was Brian Regan. Uh, oh yeah, I was yeah, driving yeah. Brian Regan. This year, I was like, I had, I had like five members. He's like, hello. So how much how much time you got? I was like, I got five minutes. And we were driving around, and I made it. I just made it. It was like that, just a dumb quick, a dumb quip. And he was cracking up, and then we started like tagging it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I'm making Brian Regan laugh!" Like, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Like it was, it was the, the best, best man. It's, it's, and yeah, he has such an infectious laugh too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, he laughs, was really laughing. It was so laugh. cool. Yeah, yeah. It was Regan's the best. great. Yeah. One of my favorite nights in comedy involved Regan, but yeah. I've told that story a thousand times, yeah. so I'm not going to. Where can we find you guys? And you can find me all over Instagram putting putting five clips up. I've been giving Steve shit, and I didn't even give you shit about all your Instagrams. At Nick Comic. Yeah. At Coolmo Steve on Twitter. (laughs) But uh, yeah, are you on Instagram? I'm on Instagram, uh, and I couldn't, I can't get him to match. I'm Steve is okay on Instagram. Okay. But uh, one of these days they'll match up. All right, and Nick, what? I'm sorry, what was it? At Nick Comic. At Nick Comic, and uh, it's great. Aaron, anything to say before we leave? I'm not on Instagram. All right. Um, At, no. La Jolla Comedy Store. That's it. That's why I got Cup Plug coming up. That's my next. And then I'm off for a while. Been really busy last month, and uh, then I'm off for a while. I'm bringing up the dates right now. I should. I should. Yeah, it's have been a slow prepared. season. <laughs> oh, I'm doing a comic book store. I sell that on my calendar. I'm going to see you too. May 26th and 27th, La Jolla Comedy Store. Friday, Saturday, two shows each. Uh, come on out. I'd love to see you guys. I, I, um, um, and that's yeah. That's come it. meet me. I'll come, be there. Aaron will be there. Engineer, are you going to bring your lovely wife? Yeah. Really? If she can stand being in a comedy club again. Does she hate being in a comedy club? I don't know. I don't know how she feels about it sometimes. Do you drag do you drag her a lot? We were at the store last night because oh, we had a show. Right. So, yeah. Oh, get on that fucking show. <laughs> get in line. I mean, I mean, how many times can you have Bill Burr on your show? I mean, come on. Fucking save some room for me, will you? Seriously. Yeah, right. If you're going to put Graham Elwood, that hack on, come on. <laughs> Graham's a good friend of mine. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah, right. I, I, I took a we guess. Figured, okay. We figured you were being a real dick. We usually don't say the hack's names out loud <laughs> on, on microphone. <laughs> uh, at Murray V on Twitter and Murray V Comedy on Instagram. And come check out Steve and Nick when they come to your town. They're very funny. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Thanks Murray. Brother. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And these fights, canceled flights, running with the runs And blacklists, bounce checks, great, a bachelorette <laughs>
Drunks in the front making out through your set. And middle acts doing blow more missing merch. And drive the rental car past another mega church. And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marijuana.